0: On Devil Times 5 this month, stay out of the splash zone because we're getting gory as we look at the splatter movies of the 1980s. Join us! Hello, you're listening to episode 33 of the Devil Times 5 Horror Podcast. I'm Cliff and my fellow gorehounds this month are Bryony, Luke, Emily and CJ. Hey! Hello! Hey. Hello! Hello.
1: And I'm to- a gorehound.
0: You're a gore hound, yeah. And to quote a 1980s slasher film, it's "Happy Birthday to Me." Hey! hey. hey. Happy,
2: hey. Birthday hey. happy birthday! Happy birthday. Thank you, hey.
0: thank you, thank you. Feeling very hungover after celebrating and eating too much food last night, so I'll do my best to keep lively and try not to belch through the whole recording. But <laughs> <laughs> promise I, I will. Well, I've just got it over a I nasty
3: do. cold, so I'm trying not. To, I'll try not to have a massive, disgusting coughing fit midway through. Right.
0: All right, that, yeah. Cool. It Good.
3: This, the no- special noises edition of Double Times Five.
4: <laughs> we'll do that. that a concerning I'm noises. I'm a yeah. bit gassy, so I might. Oh, that's a few times. Nice. No, I'm
1: on my period. so Yay. To- What, what <laughs> no, noise does that make,
2: Just.
0: I mean that. That's appropriate. Out of all the things, that is mm, the most yeah. appropriate. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to all our new listeners. If you're still still listening. (laughs) Couldn't have left now. It's got a strong start, hasn't it? There have been a hell of a lot of you. Uh, We see you out there in Portland, Oregon, Dallas, Texas, Skåne in Norway, Orangeville in Canada. And in the UK, in one of the many Newports, and also in Kettering, loads of listens from those parts of the world. And thanks to everyone else who's found us, um, our numbers have rocketed. I don't understand why, but it's great. Hit us up on Twitter, at X 5 and let us know what you think of the show. Anyway, let's get things underway with our horror highs and lows of the last month. And Bryony, let's start with you. Hello. Because we didn't hear from you last month.
1: No, I was ill. I'm still yeah. ill. It's all very fun. And then this month I sucked up my illness to fuck off to Australia Um, and my body hasn't caught up and Mm. my low is from the plane. It's jet lag. It's jet lag. Yeah, it's scary. Mm. I went to to Brunei where I realised I could have died at any time for being a little bit gay. Um, So that was quite (laughs) terrifying. Um, And also there's no smoking area in Brunei Airport. So that was horrible. Um, but my low is actually a film I watched on the plane, The Predator, the latest mm. one. Awful film. Um, I had high hopes because I remember when it was released and I was like, oh, it's written by someone decent, so it could be decent. And then it got slated, so I didn't bother. Was it written by Shane Black? Shane Black.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Lethal work So weapon. I had high hopes. Mm.
0: Yeah, he was a good writer in the uh, 80s and 90s. He, he? was. Sorry.
1: Was, um, wasn't in this, it was yeah. it was uh, problematic, uh, it was a problematic film, it wasn't very good. What did save it was the um, Royal Brunei uh, airplane edit of it, so obviously <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing like a man getting thrown across the building by a big predator going, fudge! Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that... That was good. But in general it was quite just it was quite a horrible film and In what way? Oh uh, yes, we're gonna steal the kid because autism is, is, is an evolutionary <laughs> thing and it was Luke,
5: I was wait yeah, I mean it, Yeah, that's my fa- was, that's my favourite <laughs> thing about it. They only come down to <laughs> Earth because the autistic kid figures out the alien technology. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's 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 highly problematic and bad. And I, I don't think I even finished it. I think I ended up just watching an X-Men film instead. Um, so that was fun.
0: But on the Brunei Airlines, is it a PG-Men film?
1: It is PG-Men. All the boobs were blurred, even statues. It was very strange. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that whole experience was a low. I had very big ankles for a few days. Um, it's a 27-hour flight. So yeah. that was fun. Um the High because I was basically in Australia for two weeks, um and I, I missed out on a Wolf Creek tour because I was working. Um which would have been awesome, apparently was. Um but my high is just a rewatch. I rewatched Teeth and it's still a brilliant mm-hmm. film. I still love it dearly. Um, but everything else this month has been shit.
0: Yeah, I watched Teeth uh, fairly recently. It's um yeah, it's good. It's a lot better than I was expecting.
1: When you look at it in a sort of different way, I read a thing recently, I think it was like the 10 year anniversary and the way it was marketed was completely different to how the director and the writer wanted it to be marketed. They wanted it quite more tongue in cheek, but instead it was, I mean, the poster is her sort of midway through, but like um, hidden by water and it's very ominous and scary looking. So you like expect something quite ominous and scary, but it's actually quite witty and funny Hmm. and silly Um, just the bit where the the gynecologist and he's got his fingers up her. (laughs) And the way he delivers the line vagina dentata is like from a sketch. It's brilliant. He just goes vagina dentata. Um, (laughs) It's a fantastic film and it's it's a very good look at sexuality and the the fear of, of that. Isn't
0: vagina dentata a song in The Lion King? (laughs)
3: It'll snap your Very bad. I've not seen um, teeth, but there was a, a friend of mine who, when she was doing the whole dating apps thing, um, she could, okay, there was this, one of the cheesy opening lines that men kept using was, Hey, how come a lady like you is still single? And her response was always, Have you seen the movie Teeth?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I just thought I'd share that.
0: As long as it that's wasn't because odd. of her cheesy opening. Oh, that's, that's not staying in the edit. Uh, no, it
5: wasn't because of her cheesy uh, opening. <laughs> Leg! Uh, My low is going to be uh, the third film in the Hell House LLC trilogy. Mm. Uh, Hell House LLC 3 Lake of Fire. Um, I hated the second film. I don't know if any of you have seen the, the first one.
0: I've only seen the first
5: one and yeah, it was a bit shit. Yeah, I sort of like the first one because it it knew how to be creepy without having jump scares. But then all the sequels have had some of the worst acting I've ever seen in any films, and I don't understand why with a found footage film these people just can't act natural in any way. Uh, and the third film just felt pointless and was really really bad.
0: Yeah, that first one's very much um, probably works if you're scared of clowns. Yeah, uh, and, and, that's and the- not and not if you're a grown adult.
5: That's the thing with the third film. They, they have to keep bringing back the clown, and yeah. just I don't know. It feels very forced in the end. But yeah, it's not great. Uh, and high is going to be uh, Ready or Not, uh, sorry for a second time uh, this month. Mm-hmm. And just okay. I I really like Radio Silence, and well, I didn't like the film Devils Jew. But I do like what they do with films, and I thought Ready or Not's a pretty fun, fun film.
0: Um, CJ, you just saw that today, yesterday?
4: Yeah, I I didn't realise Luke was going to pick that as his high because i've got that down as my low
5: Ah, oh, that's oh. yeah that's that's how it was that how it was with us always you
4: you thought annabelle and crea-
5: annabelle comes home was your low i, I a- really liked yeah. it it's well, fine that's fine different opinions i
4: opposed um i i have a feeling we're actually going to find some common ground tonight though i think um splatter we, yeah. we might we might be able to share the the love uh but yeah ready or not was not not a film for me i uh, i didn't get on with it what's it about this woman who gets married into this family and
5: then they play a game when someone new gets brought into the family uh, and it's a game where they pick a card. Sometimes the card can be just a fun game but she picks the game hide-and-seek and now
4: the family are hunting her inside the house. It's a really tough concept to sell uh, <laughs> and it just never sold it to me. Um, I, I, I wanted better characters and jokes that weren't just people saying fuck.
5: I uh, know, but... yeah. yeah.
4: Right. So, CJ, that's your low, yeah? Yeah, that was my low. So, your high is? My high is actually the most unexpected high I have ever had on this podcast. And that includes, like, snorting substances before coming on or anything. (laughs) Uh, My unexpected high... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um but that's why it's an unexpected high, isn't it? <laughs> mm. Uh but yeah, my unexpected high was the Suspiria remake. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. awesome. Which, yeah, uh, I, I've
3: still not brought myself
4: to watch it. Yeah, I was all fixing to hate it because I hate a lot of the people involved. I obviously love the original like so much. And I thought, why are you wankers messing with this? Um, I have to admit, the only thing that I would absolutely destroy about it and just replace uh, is the horrible, horrible soundtrack. Because uh, it's by Tom York, and it just sounds like fucking Radiohead. He just makes that noise where he goes... <laughs> and it's horrible. <laughs> I, I would love to just watch an edit with no music, or with better music, or preferably or with, just with put Goblin. Goblin
3: back on the top yeah, of it. Yeah,
4: yeah, I mean, going from Goblin to fucking Tom York is a, a downgrade for the ages. But apart from that, I actually thought it was brilliant. I, I absolutely loved it. I thought some of the things they did with the story were really, really clever. Arguably, a couple of things even better than than what was in the original um there's a couple of subplots too many it obviously is a little bit too long but but the stuff that's good is so fucking good it just it bangs uh so yeah i loved it
3: yeah it's fabulous i loved it as well emily well my high is possum directed by matt holness who is garth Marenghi. not a perfect movie but a very very interesting and genuinely unsettling one it's concerning a puppeteer and an evil Mr. Punch type puppet, which may or may not be sentient. And it's um, it's very grim. It's very, it's very British. It's very kind of grimy, but um, it's an interesting piece of work, and I can't wait to see what he does next. And also, my friend's flatmate walked in midway through and was totally freaked out by it.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't enjoy it a huge amount, but I didn't hate it at all. It's um, it's it's I suppose poetic, or am I just saying that because there's a lot of poetry in it? But, no,
3: it is, it is. It's quite sort of abstract and arty. and um, Yeah,
0: which obviously I don't mind normally, but... Um, it's not a fun uh, watch,
3: certainly, no. but in terms of being like an interesting sort of mood piece, like a sort of, I, th- I think he adapted it from his own short story, which I've not read, but apparently the um, the short story is proper, proper terrifying, so... Um, so and again, like, for that.
2: like
0: Hell House LLC, where it's like probably better if you're scared of clowns, Possum's probably better if you're scared of spiders
4: as well. That's why I haven't watched Possum. <laughs>
3: yeah, see, I'm, I don't mind spiders, but I do have a bit of a problem with freaky puppets. So I was, right. a, bit, I was a bit scared.
4: Oh, I love puppets. Oh, but I hate spiders.
1: CJ, I thought about you the other day. This isn't horror-related, hmm. but if uh, if you get a bowl of Conkers, um, yeah, you don't you don't get spiders apparently. So. Oh, really?
4: I've it's heard confusing. that before. Conkers yeah. really piss them off. Um, but I've, <laughs> I've also got um, pe- peppermint spray. Apparently, as well, you spray it around yeah. the uh, like rims of your windows, and uh, and they hate that. So coming up on Gardeners'
0: Question Time.
3: <laughs> i just like the idea that someone's put a bowl of conkers and spiders come in and go fuck off mate i'm not having this yeah.
4: fuck that I fucking conkers. yeah but just just imagine if you were a human and you walked into a house and there's a giant bowl of clowns you'd walk the <laughs> <out like> that.
2: <laughs>
4: only if you weren't
0: a grown-up <laughs> okay uh what's your love <laughs>
3: Oh, My Low is a film that I found that apparently seems to be directed by someone who is actually pretty close to being a real-life Garth Marenghi. <laughs> uh, the film is called Dark Matter, and it's sort of a sci-fi horror type thing, which is meant to be a meditation on death and the stuff to do with physics, etc. in there, and it's all very highbrow. But it has got some of the worst acting ever, and um, it involves an alien that's completely covered in sunflower seeds and um, some sunflower seeds are removed no. and it becomes a sexy lady who for some reason has the mental age of a baby until one day that she doesn't uh, so it's a, it's a badly made film you you kind of like oh well you know it obviously took somebody a lot of time to make this and it's hard to get a movie made etc etc but then when the film finishes there's a uh, you know sometimes people end on an inspirational quote yeah. this director who is called mole smith put an inspirational quote from himself <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and it's something along the lines of um, you, one must never lo- must never look back. One must only ever go forwards. And it's almost wow. like, cause it, considering it contains a an, an, an unpleasant female character, it's almost like one can only move forwards. One can never go back. Susan. <laughs> it's,
0: Yeah. <laughs> Won't be watching that then. Mm-hmm. Sounds shit. Uh, my <laughs> talking of shit. My low was uh, from. Uh, Jess Franco, nineteen seventy-two, the erotic oh. Rights of Frankenstein. Oh, what? Did you like that one? That's, that's a belter. Oh, so boring. I mean, it's, oh. it's what of fucking twelve films he released in nineteen seventy-two and so it's no surprise really that it feels a bit unfinished
4: he was he was in a bad way in 1972 he was he was going through a hard time people kept giving him money so he'd go and make three <laughs> films so they gave him money for one um
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i like a lot of his stuff but this isn't this is boring i mean it, it's i think the the camera work, the camera angles and the lighting are all dramatic throughout and that's good but it's just not very interesting <laughs> it's about um frankenstein's daughter who uh goes to uh, after after her dad's died she goes to his castle and um, I can't really remember it's
4: <laughs> boring it. there's a woman who's half bird but <laughs> yeah. he read Frankenstein and he thought well what about the
0: erotic rites that's the bit I <laughs> wanted well to be fair it was called The Curse of Frankenstein but there'd already been a Hammer film called The Curse of Frankenstein so in Britain it was changed to the erotic rites even though there's not really any sex in it oh so it I'm, not it.
4: No, it I'm not going to watch it I thought that not. then <laughs> Yeah, I stick with dark matter.
0: There is some sex and stuff in it, I need to see, but it's not not. Because
1: Frankenstein's sex to... would be quite interesting because he's got all the parts and and then some. Mm. Like, I would watch a film just about how Frankenstein would have sex.
0: In That's fact, fine. it's probably already been made. I...
4: Oh, probably, yeah. It's called Frankenhooker.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great yeah. film. Yeah. 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 Uh, and my high is um, from 2012, Cockneys vs. Zombies, which... Uh, yes! <laughs> I had... Yeah. Yes! I put... I just hadn't got around to watching it because that title just sounds so unpromising, but it's brilliant. It's so funny. So well made. Um, and it, it's really gory and it's brilliant. If you want to watch the <laughs> Cockneys fighting <laughs> off zombies by saying well you can fuck off and all yeah. or, or piss off your muppet then you know, I really great. wanted
3: it to be good that's why because I had it my, as my low light a little while ago but one thing I would say is I've only seen it the once but I have had the end theme song music by Chaz <laughs> and Dave in my head ever yeah. since but that is a cracking song over the
0: end. They got Chaz and Dave to do the, the end song. Yeah,
4: one of, one of them died recently didn't they? Chaz yeah. Yeah Chas it was, very it very awesome. it was it was, was Chaz. Chaz? So, oh, okay, right.
0: Yeah. But weirdly, there was like one of those sort of rumours, urban myth things, that Dave died years ago and was replaced by another Dave. That's because
3: <laughs> so... people kept putting signs on. Whenever this is, this is absolutely true. Whenever Chaz and Dave toured, there were some cheeky scamps that would put signs on the posters saying "Not Original Dave."
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs>
0: uh, there are highs and lows. Then uh, let's get gruesome. So, horror cinema in the 1980s was awash with blood, slime, and splatter. So, to keep things manageable, we won't be covering anything that we've talked about before or are likely to talk about in the future as part of other themes. So, that means no slashers, no zombies, no Amazonian cannibal tribes, no shapeshifting aliens, no S&M Cenobites. Just the stuff that doesn't really fit in anywhere else. (laughs) Uh, Starting with Sam Raimi's 1987 classic, Evil Dead 2.
2: Four years ago, in this quiet forest, in this cosy cabin... Something happened. Something so frightening. Something so deadly. Something so evil. We prayed it would never happen again. Now, from the creator of Evil Dead, comes Evil Dead 2. Dead 2. Dead by Dawn.
0: The visitors to a cabin in the woods are attacked by a malevolent force that wants to turn each of them into hideous demons. Um, obviously, we can use this opportunity to talk about the original Evil Dead as well, uh, but Evil Dead 2 is it's more of a remake than a sequel, isn't it?
1: It's a superior remake. Yeah.
0: Superior remake?
1: Oh,
4: <laughs> It is so... I fight you. <laughs> well, we, this
1: happens every month.
4: It's it, it's great, better. but it's it's not. It's not very very few films are better than Evil Dead. It's just so scary yeah. and so intense and so menacing, and the second one doesn't have that because the comedy. It's not. It's not It's a hipster. Not it's, a hipster. It's, 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 it's a better movie. <laughs> it's because well, like, it's I... a hor- it's a horror movie. The second one's a horror comedy, which is fine. It's uh, a really really yeah. good horror comedy, but. That first one is so so malevolent and mm.
1: Perhaps perhaps it's because I watched Evil Dead 2 first. Um I think I then, would
0: have as well. Yeah, I did yeah. as well. Because it was more readily available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I saw it first. Both the films get straight into the action right away, don't they? Mm. Um mm. Mm. there's no pissing about,
1: which is what makes it fantastic. Yeah. The second
4: one especially, I mean that literally yeah. takes two minutes
2: before <laughs> it's like, <laughs> here are some characters there, yeah. they're all gonna die. <laughs> um yeah.
1: That's all you need. I yeah. That's what I like about these films because I found I I've, I had a lot of these films that I watched this month dragged, sort of dragging. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of like at least, even like the films that are only like eighty minutes long could have lost about half an hour. But Evil Dead Two just, it's it's you know basic story like we're in the woods. Fuck, get, it's all got to go wrong. Here it go. Here it is going wrong.
4: And, and it's it goes so fantastic. wrong, so magnificently oh, actually, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's so beautifully
3: filmed and it's so—it's just so ridiculous. And mm. one of my favourite bits of movie acting ever is when Ash's evil hand gives him the finger and it's his reaction to <laughs> it. Mm. He's got this real kind of how dare you expression on his face. It's yeah, just yeah. like for half a second and <laughs> yeah. it's just amazing. It's wonderful special effects and um, Bruce Campbell yeah. is, is one of them, I think.
0: The bit where the hand makes him do a sort of backflip or whatever is yeah, very yeah. good. It's great. <laughs> The less good bit is where the <laughs> moose on the moose head on the wall starts laughing and then the lampshade starts oh, laughing. Oh, I, I oh, quite like that. I like that bit. Oh, like yeah, that
5: really. that that's that's, that's that the first bit. scene I ever saw from the film.
4: That's very wow. funny. Oh, it's
5: it,
3: it is very funny and it's a bit unsettling,
5: yeah. but, also, but
3: mostly very funny.
1: From the ages of 17 to 19, I lived in this bedsit. I used to get educational maintenance allowance, which I spent all in this little DVD shop in Brighton Lanes. And Evil Dead 2 was one of the first videos that I bought. And I also, being 17 and living in a sit on your own for the first time, enjoyed drugs. So I came home uh, having taken a lot of ketamine and put on uh, Evil Dead 2. And that scene with the, the lamp and everything, laughing at him, just sat in this really depressing little room watching it and going, this is this is just brilliant, <laughs> this is the best. I've peaked. I suppose if you were to watch it like with today's eyes uh, soberly, it wouldn't be as terrifying. but. I remember watching it and just having the shits put right up me, and I, I just I really love this film. It's got a lot of memories like that for me.
0: Yeah, I don't so. think the, I don't think the special effects stand up as well as the first film do because they they really, really? some of them really look dry and rubbery. Mm. Some, I think some, them, really
2: good.
0: some some it, yeah, it's, watching it last night, it was bloodier than I remember. Um, mm. But a lot of the it's very latexy in the second half. Oh. Um, some of the stop motion is pretty bad and it's just like it doesn't have the goopiness and yeah it's not
4: of the original it's, it's very very different kind of effects like this is proper 80s prosthetics you know it, it, it's really good but I think you know like you say I, I kind of prefer that really scrappy looking stuff in the first film just because it gives it a realness that I can't quite put my finger on because it's not like it actually looks as no, much not like realistic. a you know yeah, you know, it looks like they're covered in cornflakes and bits of pen, but at the same time, it's so <laughs> rough and, and nasty. Um, the bits with the
3: veins in the first one always. Yeah, really yeah. Out. Oh, that's that's yeah. Proper, mm. ugh, proper... But
0: anyway. then, of course, Evil though 2 is a lot more cartoonish. Like You can tell the, the difference between Ash in the first film and the second yeah. one. Mm. Like What was mm. he saying near the start of the second one? He goes like, um, what do you think, baby? Yeah. When he's giving Linda the necklace and... I mean, that, that's not what Ash was like in the original. That no, but he's,
3: he's somehow both versions of Ash are brilliant. got a lot of time for Ash in these movies.
0: Have you watched the, um,
1: the, the series they've done yeah. recently? I
0: watched the first one.
1: The series is, it great? is great. It's good. All three, all three I seasons it. brilliant. Do you not like
0: it? That's the version of Ash I don't like. Okay, sort of yeah. Action hero one. I, so, I, I really
4: yeah. don't like Army of Darkness. It's like a kids' romp almost. That well, I, Evil I Dead Two is like a kids' romp. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like... It isn't. Like the humor is is childish, and I loved it mm. when I was a kid, and I I love it a bit less now than I did when I was a kid. But at the same time, it is full on a splatter movie. It's like it's like a splatter party banger. You know, you can put mm. that on in a group setting. Everyone yeah. will have a great time.
0: If you're a kid in the '80s and you've seen Ghostbusters, Gremlins, and The Gate, then Evil Dead Two is a good next, yeah, next move. Yes, Definitely. yeah, Definitely. that's yeah. Less
4: fair. Yeah. Whereas Evil Dead, on the other hand, is not. That's so <gasps> intense. Yeah. When I was about twenty, twenty-one, uh, I took a girl on a first date to the cinema to see a midnight screening of Evil Dead because I grew up with it, and I thought it was like such a great film that nobody could fail to appreciate it. I did ask, are like, you okay with horror films? And she was like, yeah, 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 fine. So we went to see Evil Dead. Uh, and of course, I sat there, and as soon as it comes on, I'm kind of like in the zone. I'm just like, oh, fucking Evil Dead, I love it. Oh. So I didn't really look or notice what she was doing. Uh, and she sat through the whole film, uh, and then we went outside, and I have never before or since actually seen anyone's face go like completely white. Like, all the blood had drained from her face, and she could barely stand up. She was absolutely, like, shaking, <laughs> terrified. So sat her down, I got her some water, and I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, like, I know I, I, it's a bit intense. I, I didn't realise it would be that intense. And eventually she managed to talk, and she explained that she'd grown up as a Jehovah's Witness. Like, her family had been, like, witnesses. she uh, got out of that in, like, her late teens. She'd, like, left home, cut all ties with her family because she'd realised... Like, this is a cult, uh, And, then, yeah, that's a tremendous thing to do. Mm. But she'd been left with this residual fear of demonic possession, specifically, mm-hmm. because mm. that's what they told her could happen and, and is like the most terrifying thing. And, and she'd kind of just still had this in her. And I had taken her to see the fucking evil dead. And I just don't think you could get a scarier demonic possession film than that. I mean, like The Exorcist, Pazuzu's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get in this little girl, wank a bit, do a bit of blasphemy. I mean, the Evil Dead, they fuck you up. They fuck up everyone you know mm. in ways you can't even comprehend. It's so intense. <laughs> and I think <laughs> after that, I had a new level of appreciation for it. I didn't have a second date, but I had a new, a new level <laughs> of appreciation for the Evil Dead. Um, and, and yeah, just even watching it now, there's there's something. That I think that just switched something in my brain. And now I, I see it as being really really scary as a a film i I don't think i can even think of a scarier film than the evil dead well what both of these films do
0: really well is that kind of ominous presence there's outside the cabin with like Mm. the the Mm. camera low to the ground traveling through the woods and that sound that's great that's one that's what makes these films?
1: I, think. I I always always appreciate that shot when it's it's just Raimi, like with a plank of wood on Ooh. his shoulders and the camera strapped and he's just running down a hill. But every time I watch it, it's just so well made compared to a lot of the schlock and shit from that era.
0: Yeah, um, I mean the. And again, it's something that works better in the first film, I think, because you really appreciate how much effort and time yeah. was taken to get all the shots yeah. and, and that you need to carry. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but to get all the shots, like all the all the close-ups and the different angles and everything, mm. it's so easy. And so many cheap films can, can't be asked and just do everything in a... I mean, Jess Franco, for example, would just put a, put a camera down and leave it there, as you've seen. Whereas Sam Raimi absolutely put effort
2: yeah. into
4: both these films. To, I can't believe to you're like, saying that about the guy who pioneered the pubic zoom. I mean, come on. Franco.
3: You've What's got to give him that. The pubic zoom. What? Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. If you want, that's you want another know.
3: band name. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
4: Oh, uh, that's zoom. pubic that's a zoom. I
3: reckon that's um, that's a trip hop out- outfit, or maybe thrash metal. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah.
4: Pubic
3: zoom. <laughs> See, is that a camera attached to someone's pubes, or is it a zoom? No, it's of... just,
4: he just he just zooms in. Zoom into some in. pubes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: It's the camera triangular shaped with a special lens.
0: <laughs> it's particularly well used in Devil Hunter, I seem to remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: Have any of you ever seen the short film that was before? Yes.
2: Uh, within, within the, the woods? No. no. I'm, I'm sure I have.
5: It. I think it's quite hard to track down now, but it is yeah one that he ma- that it's still got Bruce Campbell in it. But it's one that they made. When you're saying about special effects, I think the mirror effect still stands up though. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I still think that's one of the best effects that they've Very done cool. because. It's quite seamless how they create it, and I'll say this: I find Ash in the first film incredibly annoying. Agreed, because uh, he's this. It's it's he's the one that when the when some when his friends first get attacked, he doesn't bother picking up the axe, and he just doesn't bother helping anyone. And that's when the second <laughs> film. It's like, oh, now he's actually going to get shit done. He's actually going to fight back because he's not really the the hero. He, he, in the end, he is the hero in the first film, but he's not for the a lot of the film
1: he's the hero by circumstances in the first film in the second film he's a hero by greedy.
5: But, but that's yeah. realistic mm.
0: yeah i mean in, in evil there too he does not barely think twice about chopping linda's head off the moment no, no, she gets possessed which is great because
1: that's yeah that's within like the first 10 minutes or something isn't it it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah fuck yeah. it well, this is what we're doing yeah. and it's <laughs> gonna be great
0: I don't know, I think it gives out the wrong message to impressionable young boys. <laughs> <laughs> Girlfriend goes a bit weird. Chopper is
1: impressionable and young and I've I've turned out
0: fine. Yes. I've chopped
1: nearly no heads off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Italian equivalent of the Evil Dead movies are Lambert Ababa's Demons and Demons 2. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: Bangers, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great films. Great they films. are bangers. Yeah, I saw both of these for the first time relatively recently, and yeah, they're <gasps> fucking nice. Wow. I don't How know
4: really? why I didn't get How around to them. How did you, you find before. that? Like watching them now for the first time. What What was your?
3: Um, I I loved them. I thought they were both great, especially the first one. The second one is sillier, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um, I did very much appreciate it amongst all this the splattermania, the incredibly sort of normcore dressed. Youthful yuppies dancing to the Smiths yeah. at a party. Yes. <laughs> they're both, oh, both uniquely odd, and it's it's um, yeah, great great pair of movies. Those love them both. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. they're
1: brilliant. Again, uh, I prefer the second one.
0: Really, that's
2: odd. Yeah,
1: I will think. I think because I saw the second one first. Because again, uh, my my other half like stuck this one on. And he's like, you don't need to see the first one. Well, like, alright, fair. And I love any film set in a tower block because I think yeah, yeah, it's like, so a great. It's a great setting for any horror film as a tower block because it's self-contained and just shit can go wrong really
0: easily. But a locked cinema is a better location. It, 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 I think it works better it, in a single it, location <laughs> of a cinema in the first film.
1: No, I, I watched uh, the cinema one yesterday, actually, on, on a money, many trains to a job.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, it just, it, I don't know, I just feel like the film wasn't necessary because that woman put the mask on. So why did they need the film? Because the mask did the thing. Oh, no,
4: you're asking questions. Mm. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you've just got to let it
5: happen. No, right. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, you, you, you've
3: got to just <laughs> let it ride with those.
1: Yeah. So. You'll, you'll be wondering uh, why yeah. a helicopter
4: fell
5: through
1: the <laughs> ceiling next. <laughs> yeah, and by that point, I was like, sure, like, <laughs> Shit's gone wrong.
4: Let's I get don't... in
1: the helicopter. Yeah.
4: It's weird, because um, I'm, I'm normally not one to hand-wave away logic and plot, but <laughs> I feel with demons, it just all has such a surreal atmosphere that, that i just <laughs> really i don't does. know i find it really like it's funny in parts of course the, the some of the dialogue mm. is hilarious some of the characters are absurd
0: oh but you know my favorite
4: bit of dialogue cj is um no, in, in, the, in
0: the film within the film where uh they come across the is it like um a tablet or something with like yeah. latin writing and one of the characters goes oh it's in latin i can't figure it out yes i can and then he translates <laughs> it <laughs>
3: yeah my there's, favorite there's i
1: screenshotted this hang on my favorite line was shut it unless you want me to break your head um, <laughs> from the very scary cocaine baddies
0: um, oh i oh, want the punks because the overacting in demons is so so ridiculous <laughs> and then just when you think you've, you've seen the worst acting ever then they suddenly introduce this car full of punks are even worse and then and demons too they do exactly the same yes. <laughs> what is why, why halfway through the film do you have to introduce Wait. a car full of punks
3: maybe that's I don't know because the um, cause cause 80s that, that's sort of the 80s version of sort of Chekhov's gun I mean, the car full of punks Barber's
4: <laughs> punks Barber's, <laughs>
2: punk. Barbers <laughs> punks there we go
4: but I love, I love Sally in the second film. I think she's my favourite character because she's such a fucking brat. I just love her. Yeah, she's, like, she yeah. has like two tantrums at this party and then locks herself in a room yeah. or, on her own birthday to watch yeah. a horror <laughs> film on TV. It's relatable.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Best thing about Demons 2 is that child gets completely torn apart from within. <laughs> yeah, awesome. and a, and a
3: little, little puppet goblin comes out.
2: And, <laughs>
3: the
1: oh, the little puppet I liked them.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> lovely. I like I like the ending of Demons 2 because I actually think it's quite creepy when they go into that production studio and you just know something terrible is going to happen, you know there's going to be like mm. one last thing, but you don't quite know what and then when the TVs all start showing Sally running at the camera, there's something really eerie and a bit David Cronenberg about that scene mm. um, I mean obviously there's a few Cronenberg nods in demons mm. too, from the, the shivers tower block to the video drone mm. tv stuff but mm. i don't know that ending i still find really creepy despite the ridiculousness of, of the rest of it and same with demons the first one has got some really eerie stuff as well as really silly stuff i don't know these films are just beautiful i just they're just so oh
0: we're talking about splatter, and of course, one of the first splattery things that happens in Demons is when the girl uh, squeezes her spot, and it. <laughs> they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't know between that and um, I don't know if that's scarier than the fact that so many people are talking during the film in the <laughs> cinema. That, that's quite hard to well. yeah, handle.
5: That is a cinema you don't want to be in.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the scariest thing is, is the fact that that couple are on their anniversary date to a free fucking screening that just got. Like handed out that day, and Ooh, he's acting like yeah. it's a big deal. Like, shut up, Rosemary. I've taken you to the <laughs> cinema. This man gave me a voucher five minutes ago. It's our anniversary. Sit down and enjoy the film. That- That's fucked up
4: they're so memorable though aren't they those characters like, <laughs> you know there's no characters in Demons where you just think oh I don't remember them when you watch it again mm. you remember all of them because they're all so mm-hmm. weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> so how do you think um, those two films
0: compare to something like Lucio Fulci's The Beyond another banger
3: <laughs> it's another banger yeah this, yep, is, this is one of those months film. where pretty much everything is just like i love yeah. this yeah
0: um, yeah, yeah the, the,
3: the beyond is wonderful
0: unlike what you were saying about the characters and demons the thing about the beyond not the characters but the events in it no matter how many times i watch it I, it's just all new to me it feels completely new every time i watch it because it's so weird and mental it, and oh, like it makes no sense yeah. so it, it always feels like i'm watching it for the first time
3: but it's proper nightmare logic the whole the whole way through and I, I love the soundtrack I love the fact that they're just kind of like oh so yeah. this man has been summoning evil with his paintings better do some sexy saxophone music and then it just goes like <laughs> proper full-on like mad funk music it's it's fab
4: oh but that like that yeah. music at the very end is like I think that's my favorite bit of film music ever when when they you know obviously that last shot yeah. and then that like coral synth nonsense oh, that's starts wonderful. Up and it's, like, yeah. uh, it's that that's just like perfect. perfect. Well you know,
3: there, there is a very spidery scene though. How did you get on with that?
4: There is I can't watch that scene. I've seen The Beyond <laughs> probably about 20 or 30 times in my life and I've never been able to watch that scene from the first second I hear that fucking Squeaky noise that I, 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 <laughs> I, you know, Sarah's told me that spiders don't make that noise. I don't they care. Don't, that don't, noise still.
3: You could also play a fun game in that scene called "Which Spider's a Puppet."
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not difficult. It's not a hard game. No, no. <laughs> but you that's what makes that it all the
3: more joyful. Run at, run at a friend's house. Go, that one. There's one. There's one, and they're, they're trying to make an effort to make them. Move in a scary way,
2: and they don't. It's more kind of a no. Because
0: like, like the, the real ones, spiders. the real ones move like spiders, and yep. the fake ones move like penguins.
2: Yes. Oh, <laughs> <Aww,
3: laughs> that's cute. <laughs> they are they are cute little puppet spiders. Yeah. Cute little <laughs> puppet Cremieux Squidors.
1: Yeah. Um, I this is on my it's on my table. This a copy of this DVD to watch. Um, but I didn't get around to watching it because busy woman. So, would can can you give me a rundown, a sort of why I should watch it? So
0: awesome. it's, it's about a. It's uh, what is it about? So it's about a, ho- a haunted hotel that is connected to a hospital through an underground tunnel that is the gate Solved. of hell. And <laughs> uh, whenever anyone goes anywhere or does anything, something really odd happens. <laughs> and they, their face gets torn off or melted or Ooh. whatever. And their eyeballs go weird. Yeah, and, yeah. And, then, and then some zombies appear. And Excellent. then. It's just fucking so odd, but it's just so well, brilliantly done.
3: Proper fever dream of a movie, but it's, it's right, fantastic.
0: It sounds
1: convoluted yet uh, convenient, so
4: I am solved. It's great. It's it's got a really oppressive atmosphere of, of like decay and death because mm. the, the main character is kind of trying to renovate this really broken down hotel, and it's just kind of just makes you think of like gradual deterioration of the body and the. Soul, it's oh, it's just a really dark movie. Um, so it's
1: a good Friday night with the boys kind of
0: movie,
1: yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but it's, it's
0: worth concentrating on because I think the way that I mean, there's a scene where a woman is in a morgue, is it, or like you know, a, 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 some room in a hospital, and there's a corpse there, and she sees something, but it doesn't look like it's anything that we've seen, and then all of a sudden she's on the floor. And then all of a sudden she's under a shelf and some acid's dripping on her face, and it makes no sense. There's none, none, no one thing leads to another. She's in the wrong place at all times for anything like this to have happened. But it's fucking brilliant.
4: <laughs> I, I love your description of the the plot. Whenever anyone goes anywhere or does anything, <laughs> something odd happens. But that's just the Beyond in, in one sentence. It's beautiful.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, and there's a, there's a Sign on um, one of the doors in the hospital that says, do not entry. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, that was, as, as well as playing the Spot the Puppet Spider game, when I was watching this with my mate, we were like, oh, at the end, somebody does go through the door, we're like, oh, no, she entried. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a lot of fun. Um, it's I, so, so good. There's... Oh when Joe the Plumber's eyeball gets gouged out and for some reason yeah. his, eyelid, his eyelid goes with it as well. Ah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's lovely.
4: Yes, it's great. Um, and the Blu-ray looks incredible. Yeah, this, this is one of the few of these movies that is much enhanced by Blu-ray. I think when, when I watched Evil Dead 2... I felt like I loved it much more on VHS, maybe because it was so much a part of VHS culture, but but also yeah. like that graininess helped with some of the green screen and the stop motion. It you know it was designed to be watched on VHS, as most of these films were. Um, but the, the Beyond and Demons both look incredible on Blu-ray. Like they mm. they've really I, th- I think it's maybe the difference between the Italian stuff and the American stuff is the the Italian stuff was actually quite beautifully shot.
0: Mm. Uh, let's talk about one more from Italy, um, Cannibal Apocalypse. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry, I take
4: all that back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is shit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's, like it. it is like horrendous. It.
3: it is terrible, but it, it's kind of the gem of a decent idea, maybe, kind of. And it has got a really cracking funk soundtrack to it, so...
4: I, I actually wrote down a line of dialogue from this movie that, uh, where they describe the entire plot and logic of the film. Someone says, what I don't understand is how a social phenomenon like cannibalism can become a contagious disease. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs>
3: nor do I. Yeah, I don't know what a social phenomenon is, but normally that would be something like, I don't know.
4: It's Lizzoella, isn't it?
3: Rap musical. Or...
0: <laughs> cannibalism. <laughs>
3: That implies that it's, it's, that it's a trend. Music. It's like a big social phenomenon. It was hunger last year. This year, we're all getting into cannibalism. It's <laughs> an odd, odd combination. The dialogue words to is use. so
4: bad in this. Yeah. Like, when, when, when he walks in on that nurse, he's got like a like an arm and a mouth. Or I uh, so no, No, the, the the guy's got the nurse's arm in his mouth, and the cop says, "Put that down, son." <laughs> <laughs> it's awful.
0: It's. I like it. I really like it. Uh, but I, it's, it's a bit. It's a bit slow. But it's not boring. It's. It's pretty mad.
5: Mm. No. It's. It's horrible. This is when I was <laughs> in uni. Uh, I remember buying demons and buying this on the same day and watching them on the wow. same day and thinking how can like that sort of demons be in that sort of type of cinema and then cannibal apocalypse just come along. Yeah, it's just a horrendous film. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there's some good gore in it. Yeah, yeah, some
5: parts, but it's still pretty bad.
0: Obviously uh, Giovanni Lombardi-Rodice's uh, shotgun he's blast through his, through his whole abdomen or whatever. Is-
4: he, he's always great and he always dies great as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Actually, the Cannibal Apocalypse was the only uh, pre-certificate, pre-video nasty VHS I ever managed to find at a car boot fair. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, so I had that, I, think, I don't know how much I paid for it, like two quid or something. Mm-hmm. And I thought, when eBay came out, I thought, fuck now, I'm going to make loads of this and I put it on eBay. I only got like 40 quid for it. It's very disappointing. Well, to be fair, £2.40 to mm.
4: pounds is a massive profit.
0: Yeah, but I was hoping it was one of these um, pre-cert VHSs that would go for like 200 or something.
4: Really only a handful that that ever did, like beasts. Why has nobody
3: ever brought these onto the Antiques Roadshow? <laughs> I,
4: I, do you know something? I, I applied to be on Bargain Hunt and to do that you have to fill in this massive questionnaire about your anti- Oh history. I did that
1: too, yeah.
4: Yeah, and I and I wrote all about like our collected video nasties Ooh. and presets and all this stuff oh, never, okay, they never yeah. got back to me. Can you put that No, there I are. I
1: just put that I wanted a fleece. So they never got back to me.
4: <laughs> Guttered. Yeah, I do you know, know something? Right? We should apply again as a team.
1: Oh yeah, and I can yeah. have a fleece and you can have knowledge. <laughs> Amazing. I reckon
4: we'd win we, we, we should definitely try and do that
1: Alright, we'll do it on that later
4: um,
0: So going back to American films um, I watched Halloween 3 and Society back to back the other day And they're mm. similar Obviously both being kind of paranoid conspiracy type things uh, I mean, I don't know which one I prefer I think Halloween 3
2: Oh,
3: they're both, they're both fabulous I love both of them
0: I think it was my first episode I said Society was
1: my low Really? Yeah, do you not remember? And you're all like, what the fuck, Brian, you get off our podcast. Um, (laughs) And I was like, I'm sorry. Um, But it was definitely one of my early ones because I watched it and I was like, I don't, I'm not really on board with this. But.
4: It was
0: episode fourteen. That was your low.
4: Wow.
1: No. Oh, how how well remembered slash um up. Excel spreadsheeted. Cliff, Cliff's yeah. got
4: the whole double Times he's Five got... Bible, every every reference, there. It's <laughs> a on record.
1: No one can see this at home, but Cliff's back
4: wall is like It's uh, <laughs> crazy. Post like it now. Everyone.
2: <laughs> Pepe, Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. And he's
4: drawn a um... giant spurting cock in the middle. I don't know. That, that's for the final each, exercise. Each of
0: the bits of paper
3: has got a giant spurt It's just a chain of spurting cocks basically And the string is also Filling out the shape of a spurting cock yeah.
2: It's quite autistic And
3: all the bad um, names okay.
2: are written in the next one Autistic
4: okay, Wow well, talk about Bad autistic representation <laughs> oh, Just no. drawing a chain of cocks <laughs>
3: that would be a better superpower to have though in a movie though wouldn't it we've come to earth because this kid's drawn cocks on everything (laughs) what does it mean (laughs) just like cocks.
0: (laughs) fuck you miss
1: (laughs) anyway society compared to uh, if if you're going to do it as a double feature to halloween three yes i would prefer society because i do like halloween three i enjoyed it uh i I didn't like how much they hated the irish um (laughs) but you know about my my history of the, the the halloween song Yes, yeah, you can mention that. Do I know this? So basically, when I'm hanging out on my other half, we stick on music and we we often listen to uh, music from films. So, like. Profonda Rossa will come on. The the one of the awkward one is uh the House of the Laughing Windows when you're sort of mm. making out and then colores come on. Uh, <laughs> but one of the we were sort of getting down to
0: it and then the next track was <laughs>
2: when Halloween, 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 I mean when having consulted
0: my having consulted my splitting cockwall uh episode twenty two <laughs> you told this story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. But When
1: you're When you're mid act, you can't really stop. Um, And it has got a good rhythm. So,
2: yeah,
1: re watching (laughs) it at the beginning of this month. um, He really likes that film. I, not so much. (laughs) Not so much. I
0: uh, I love the song. I
1: like, yeah.
2: I
0: don't. It's so atmospheric and uh, I John Carpenter did the score and I've said before um I won't look up which episode I've said before but um I've said before that I think John Carpenter's a better composer than he is a film director and uh, the score for Halloween 3 is so good mm, it's just fun. like so fucking moody it makes Santa Miro the place where Silver Shamrock's based such a creepy place
4: it's, mm. it's a great score. It's a great song, but I I don't really like it as a movie. I I only like the bits where kids' faces are melting. And there's yeah, some it's great.
0: How fucking weird though that uh, to decide like, not just kids' face melts, but turns into snakes and cockroaches yeah. and yeah, yeah, worms awesome. and that's is. awesome. But the I love the how weird is that actual... is. That's
3: almost like it was written by an eight-year-old who'd eaten too much sugar. Yes.
0: And then his head falls off
3: <laughs> and it turns into insects and there's a snake. Yes. <laughs> it's delightful, delightfully weird for that very reason. Yeah, all my,
4: all my favourite films could be written by eight year olds.
3: Annabelle, come home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> certain characters in certain films, um, when something horrible happens to them and I go and re-watch the film All I can see is that horrible thing happening to them from the moment they're introduced. So, like, there's uh, there's Scott in The Evil Dead. As soon as you see him, I think, oh, he's going to get his eyes gouged out. Um, And um, it's her name Marge in Halloween 3. As soon as you see her, I'm just like, she's not going to have a mouth in a bit. (laughs) <laughs> do you
4: know, I was thinking about this, and the reason why, for me, is because I used to religiously read Fangoria and Gorza yeah. and each and month, those photos and toasters, all those yeah. photos would just be the effect shots of every movie, which made every yeah. movie look like the best movie ever, uh, and I would read those magazines so much, because a lot of the films wouldn't be out in the UK for ages, and then when they did eventually come out, I'd have that image imprinted, uh, and mm. I still do so even re-watching these movies I was exactly the same as you I can just see the deaths so far before they happened uh, yeah. I can't see those faces especially because a lot of those actors didn't appear in a lot of other films so you're just kind of like oh god yeah it's it's Mouth Girl It's oh god it's I-Man Yeah, <laughs> Sorry
2: man <Yeah. laughs> I-Man versus Mouth Girl
4: <laughs> I would so watch that especially if an 8 year old wrote it <laughs>
0: Um, I didn't realise that the bloke who plays uh, Ellie's dad in Halloween 3, the guy who gets his skull crushed by a, a robot, he's the doctor at the start of Reanimator whose eyes explode.
2: Oh, I
3: didn't oh. know that. No
1: way. Exploding
0: Eye yeah. hmm. like Man. Yeah, <laughs> exploding Eye Man. Oh, and also um, Tom Atkins' uh, character, um, he has a, a <laughs> he has a pale blue uh, hanky hanging out of his left pocket, which um, I looked it up the hanky code and it means he likes to give head. <laughs> which wow. is presumably why Ellie is so into him, even though he's an old man and she's like 19. Wow.
2: Yes,
1: that was the strange That's They kind of immediately yeah. They immediately jump into fucking in the motel, which was horrible and, and uh, just not fun to watch. Unless it was. There's the silence of saying it was fun to watch. <laughs> it, it was, I'm, I'm actually, thinking, it was fun, was it fun to, watch, yeah. to watch? No, it wasn't. Because <laughs> <Or does everyone laughs> he was just so hairy and, and, and broad and she was like, a child doesn't she rub his
5: chest for ages she just, yeah. there's a lot of <laughs> well chest afterwards a, it's yeah. just too much it's
3: so, it's, oh no. he's an old man who drinks too much so maybe he was just a bit gassy and she was trying to help <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then after they've shagged then he asked her how old she is <laughs> yeah do
2: you know, do you
4: know so, something controversial but I reckon Halloween 3 would really benefit from a good remake no think, it's think, perfect no it's, mm. it's crap it's got a really really cool idea and a cool Does song. it? Yeah, the the masks is cool, Halloween masks. It? That make you I ball. like the
3: sort of That's magic, cool. evil technology stuff going on. It, it it's silly, but it's also. Was the
1: stone supposed to be from Stonehenge? Yeah, yeah, yeah
4: I yeah, know. Why Stonehenge?
2: is it so <laughs> massive? That's cool.
4: Anything with Stonehenge is cool. But it was yeah, well, a what?
1: massive stone. It was like the opposite yeah. of Spinal Tap. That was
3: too big. <laughs> <laughs> well, why, why are Irish pagans using Stonehenge anyway? There's. Because, because the mis- Irish are evil. <laughs> yeah. But there's, there's mystical stones all over the place in Ireland and they would have been a lot more portable as well.
0: Love the way that he just says, you wouldn't believe how we go- how we did it, how we got it over here. It's like, mm-hmm. that's all you need, isn't it? <laughs> Don't explain, just say you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Perfect screenwriting. I
3: assumed it was evil magic of some description or hilarious Aliens. practical jokes, Aliens. which he seemed to be willing <laughs> to. Oh
1: God. Actually, the more I think about it, the more I don't like this film. It's crap. Should
0: we move on to society then?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good film. I've changed
4: my mind on that. It's a good film. It's it's so much about the last 15 minutes. I think when you've seen it <laughs> once and or you know what the twist is, then the build-up is less effective.
1: Well, that's why I disliked it, because... Um, the first time we watched it, the the DVD artwork is
4: yes, I it spoils it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's bollocks. Yeah. That Tartan DVD has got a lot to answer for.
1: Yeah, well, I spent the whole like eighty so minutes
5: just waiting for that to happen. Yeah. which DVD cover was this? Did it have? has got that. It has got him as as the butt head. Oh, oh you always right. said I was butt head. Turns no. out I am. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah.
0: that's stupid. Yeah, you wouldn't oh. want to use the butt face butt head thing. Um, well they did the classic poster was the woman sort of pulling her face off in the- yeah, movie. Oh, the which
4: is,
2: which is I, ad- I abstract voice, enough to- yeah. Yeah.
5: but even, even when Arrow released it they still had it as a whole the orgy at the end. Yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's what their whole box is. So, if that's anyone had seen it, they would see that and know exactly what's going to happen.
0: Well, I don't think you could guess, really. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> but, but it's such a twist movie. Like, you do not, you could not guess that was coming. But if you've seen an image from it, then you'll know that something weird yeah. and gooey is going to happen. Yeah. I, I just like the tease on that credit sequence where you just see, like, a lot of mm. glistening flesh, and you, you that gives you enough but it doesn't actually show you any of the, the like creature design and stuff. And I, I think it's a shame if, if, if people are spoiled for it, because it is a fucking great twist. And that reveal, I mean, it's still, even when you know it, that last 15 minutes is nuts. The effects are just incredible. And the best
0: ending, the... the... The way the final fight ends is just yeah yeah, yeah yeah
4: so good it's so good amazing it's just that escalation for that entire fifteen minutes just gets weirder and grosser and gooier. Having not seen it for a while, something that struck me with this watch is
3: how how funny a lot of the dialogue is. Mm. I mean, it's it's mm. it's very very
0: odd. It was made around the same time as Heather's, so yeah. it's it's yeah. very much of an ilk with Heather's, I think. Yeah After it's kind of school. like oh what did they
3: just say But also there's there's sort of subtle things like when he's listening to the tape that's got his family on mm. And the sister just says it in an incredibly kind of flat way That's excellent Like she's yeah. like <laughs> a wine tasting or something and not yeah. a, a
4: intergenerational fuckfest Yeah, yeah. You think it's going to be like creepy incest which is bad enough <sighs> So even the thing that you think he's paranoid about is is unpleasant
2: Mm. But it's nowhere
4: near as unpleasant as what's actually happening. I like mm. that sort of double bluff, um, but it but it is a kind of one-time-only deal to get that full effect.
0: So going back to the opening titles, you know, the music that plays over it is the Eton in song with different lyrics. So yes, yeah, a song that comes from Eton School. So I wonder if that was like mm. a coincidence that they just liked the tune, or, no. did, or did they really know that, that you know in Britain Eton is the is the worst place to get. Your prime minister's from. It's not
4: exactly obscure. Like, people all around the world are aware of it. I wouldn't be surprised
3: if sort of the equivalent kind of snooty schools in America have that as their theme song with um, re- rewritten um, lyrics. Possibly.
0: Mm, yeah. Possibly. I was looking up the original lyrics and um, I found a web page or a PDF that had, had all the lyrics and there was just one annotation on it, on the line 20 years hence this weather may tempt us from our stools. And it just put in brackets, <laughs> office stools. In case, <laughs> <laughs> in, case it thought, in case you thought it meant poo. <laughs> Trying to get every
4: fluid into this.
0: So what fluids are in brain damage, for example? We've got oh. wow. <laughs> the blue Ew. juice. What yeah. a
5: segue. I uh, absolutely love it. This is my first time watching it. It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> the stop motion of the little creature. Mm. It's almost like a buddy movie in ways. <laughs> <but> <laughs> except for it, this thing yeah. does eat people, but mm. it's uh, great. And I will not get over that blowjob scene.
4: Mm. I remember it being so outrageous uh, because there are a couple of genuinely outrageous scenes like that and the pulling his brain out of his ear scene, which is oh mm, yeah. very memorable. Mm. Um, but I think mean, I haven't watched it for probably about 20 years until the other day when I picked up the Arrow Blu ray, which is a lovely transfer. Uh, and I just found it was a, a very sad film as well like there's there's certainly a melancholic kind of atmosphere to it with the the blue lighting and the synths and just that you know obviously you could read it as a metaphor for drug addiction but i think it really captures that sort of self-destruction and just waste of of addiction quite well like like it it, it kind of bummed me out the other day when i watched it (laughs) i sat down thinking oh i'm gonna get a Parasite blowjob rump, and Mm. uh, (laughs) yeah, I actually felt quite sad at the end. It was a sad film. Again, again, it's an incredibly atmospheric film.
1: When I first saw it, I was like, okay, oh, okay, it's kind of like Little Shop of Horrors, I guess. Mm,
2: mm. And
1: then you continue watching it, and you're like, oh, it's not like
2: Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. So it's,
1: it's quite depressing, but very enjoyably depressing. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's a very good film.
0: Oh, and uh, CJ, I've got uh, my own um, little post porn fact.
4: Post porn fact. I've got a post porn <laughs> fact? Oh, we've got that these for ages. I've got one as well for this episode, but we haven't covered the film yet. But... Oh, right. So, mine
0: in Brain Damage, Theo Barnes plays The Old Neighbour, who mm. originally mm. owned Aylmer. And his only other acting credit is a porno called Big Thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Big Thumbs? Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. I want to know. I I, I mean, I I want to know, is it about someone who's got thumbs for cocks or...
4: Cocks for thumbs.
0: Cock-sized thumbs. (laughs) Big thumbs.
4: Are you looking up big thumbs? I am looking
2: up big thumbs, yeah. I mean,
4: it's real. It exists. It does, yeah. Wow, okay. Somebody's actually reviewed it on IMDb. Um. Uh, They say it's extremely rare. Um, (laughs) What, thumb porn? Yes. But the the late porn critic, Jim Holliday, listed it as one of his top ten most sought-after porno flicks, unavailable on tape. Mm.
3: That's what you you want from a film, it's unavailability.
4: Oh, and and, and the only other IMDb review is the guy who played bass guitar on the soundtrack who tells you a few facts about how he played bass. Well, you know what you need. You
0: know what you need to be a good bass
4: player. Big, Big thumbs. thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> My for facts was about Night of the Creeps. Right. Okay. Uh, Another um, good splatter movie. It is. Mm. <laughs> One of the many uh, cops in this, uh, specifically the cop with a torch, uh, is Robert Kerman, who had a very very long oh, career that? as our boller. Uh, and he also starred in Cannibal Holocaust. So Night of the Creeps, oh, that,
0: that's a that's a funny one, isn't it? Because it's like zombies and aliens and corpses and Tom Atkins again.
5: Yeah, Tom, Tom Atkins is perfect in this film. I
4: do struggle with the tone of this movie. Uh, I don't think it quite juggles comedy and horror that well, but each element in itself works well, and I think that dramatic monologue from him is, is a real highlight of the film, and it shows mm. that he... As you know, kind of the comic relief for a lot of it could also do something. Um...
3: Yeah, he's he's proper, proper good in it, I
4: think. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a bit flat compared to some of these other films we're talking yeah. about. I think, yeah, yeah. the Chris yeah, is yeah. a bit flat. And
3: I like the um, the black and white 50s set sequence at the mm. beginning, I think that's beautifully yeah.
0: shot. And the
4: aliens I love as well at the start. Yeah, yeah. they're really yeah, cute. They're good aliens, good aliens.
0: <laughs> oh, and it's got uh, like kind of slug monsters in it as well, hasn't it? The yeah, yeah, it's got yeah. Because don't they bury themselves into people's brains and turn them yeah. into zombies, that's, that's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool,
4: cool, cool. Which, which is cool, because when you shoot them in the head, you get an explosion of killer slugs. Mm. Mm.
0: Talking of which, nice segue, uh, the Spanish film Slugs, based on the Sean Hudson novel, which was one of my favourite novels as a kid, and a bloody good film off the back of it.
1: What's that, Spanish?
0: It's Spanish, yeah. I the didn't
1: know that. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bloody brilliant. I really enjoyed Slugs. I had a lot of time for Slugs. Mm. I
0: had...
1: An hour and 20 for slugs. Um,
0: I think you can, you can tell it's not American because the um, health department boss, his lunch seems to be hamburger, fries and peas with, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a takeaway box.
1: Anchovies and a salad. That's just what they do. Oh, no, it's a slug. Um, I thoroughly enjoy <laughs> I enjoy those little nuances.
4: I do miss the Britishness of the book, though. I think yeah. it's a shame that nobody ever got to adapt a Sean Hudson book like properly and they, H- Hudson and Guyan Smith were the two like massive well, influences for me and and just it, I just loved their books when I was a kid because they were just mm. so filthy just down and dirty yeah if you're if, you, if you're gonna read one Sean Hudson book read Assassin it's just so grim like it's oh it's just really nihilistic and nasty and just filthy and and gross and a great read even now I have a copy signed to me with love and maggots from Sean Hudson, mm-hmm. which, is, which is typically Garth Marenghi-ish. But... It is All <laughs> right over the floor of the post office
3: in Leighton <laughs> Maggots.
4: Maggots. Maggots.
1: Maggots. Maggots.
4: Maggots. Oh. sick. Sick. <laughs> uh, we should just do an episode on Dark Place. No oh, reason. yes, please. I just, I just yes. want to watch it all again.
0: <laughs> so, well, let's finish this section with a homemade German movie shot on video eight. That does exactly what it says on the tin. Andreas Schnass's violent shit, starring, starring, according to the credits, Kay the Butcher Shitter.
1: Where the fuck did you find it?
5: Yeah, YouTube, but, but I had no <laughs> idea what was going on because I had to watch it without subtitles. Oh, uh, oh so I'm really just watching cool. German with the worst sound quality of oh, them talking.
0: That, what the and, fuck was with that sound recording on that film? Why? I don't know. How like, did they, they get it so wrong?
5: You know, when we did
3: um suffer, little children, it makes the sound recording on that sound good. It's that, mm, yeah. really yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. I just remembered Suffer Little Children. It was awesome. fucking
2: great, I loved that. I
3: think midway through watching Violent Shit, I was going, I want to watch Suffer Little Children again. Uh, yeah. Most of the way through Violent Shit, I was kind of going, yeah, this is some young lads who are just like, let's make our own surrealistic punk rock disgusting splatter movie and that's quite enjoyable. But there was one scene that actually properly disturbed me and fucked me up. So, just like, I don't want to Which watch
0: this what? again. Which is what, is it we're cutting out from the vagina? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah that,
5: I, I, didn't, I didn't, that was weird and most of the blood in this looks like red paint throughout but it was still weird
0: i'm not convinced he's ever seen a a lady's vagina either it's not just a hole not just an open hole i don't think he's
3: seen a cock either because when the the cock dismembering (laughs) happens it looks like it looks like a greg sausage roll
5: oh yeah when they just when they just they just pan the camera onto it and it's just on the floor yeah yeah
3: yeah. he's just like he's just been to the baker's mate what is going on um but I, with, with, I think I was on board up until that that bit that that vaginal dismemberment bit, and then I was just like, oh, this is horrible and nihilistic and grim, and I don't want to sit through it again. And there was I mean, there was a bit that made me laugh for ages because having like very very basic knowledge of German, um, there's the scene where the, there's the flashback where the the kid who's playing the butcher character when he's oh, yeah. when he's a young lad who is, obviously, he's not an actor, but every time he's on camera, he's really pleased, he's really smiley. And you have the scene where there's the demon guy that he meets, and the demon guy says in German, hello, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, oh, this is a demon in the cellar, and it goes, hello, how are you? (laughs) That's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Um, Yeah, well, I won't be forgetting that film in a hurry, that's
5: one thing. I just can't believe they've made... (laughs) four of these movies as well
4: yeah he's he's got quite a cult following he's done so many films and they're all like of a similar similar caliber obviously he couldn't get hold of a proper police fan so they just put the word
0: police on the side of a vw camper <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um the low point is that scene where it's just you're watching a country road for four minutes while a oh, yeah, it went on for it's- so long yeah.
3: That, that was literally just like, "Hey, let's just put a whole song in by our favourite band for no reason." Yeah, yeah.
5: Awesome.
0: but um, the worst thing about violent shit oh. is that there's no sound effects on the violent scenes, so huh? you it's just got music playing. And I think so much of what makes splatter good is the sound. Mm. You've got to have it sounding all drippy and yeah. yucky, and, and when it's when it's yeah, and when it's played silently, then it just it just it's weirdly serene. Mm. to watch people being cut up without any squelchy noises. So, yeah, it's an odd one, by the Squelchy noises. Wasn't as bad as as I first thought when I saw it many years ago. Mm. I think, I mean, I, I did watch it with subtitles, but, you know, some of the dialogue is like, did you watch the soccer yesterday? Oh, I didn't think you liked soccer neither did I so it's not exactly
1: (laughs) well written did you see that ludicrous
0: display last night (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah Uh, talking of violence shit, our second feature is from 1986 and it's the only movie directed by Jim Muro and it's street trash
2: are you tired of the same old routine do you ever feel like forgetting the whole thing you think I got it easy well now you can I'm talking about life! Drop out. And join the ranks of the few. The filthy. The trash. (laughs) I got my own
0: place of condominium.
2: Where else can you live for free? And eat for even less? Well, be forewarned. Freedom has its price. yes. There's always a snake mm-hmm. in the Garden of Eden. What you got for me today? Today, ten Viper. One buck. Don't drink my Viper! Watch. Street Trash.
0: In downtown New York, the chaotic lives of a group of down-and-outs is thrown into even more turmoil by the discovery of a toxic batch of fermented wine that causes anyone who drinks it to melt, or in one case, explode. Um, Emily you and I have both said good things about street trash in the highs and lows section before uh, mm-hmm. the rest of you as into it as us
5: yeah yeah this is my first time seeing it and I just love how much is going on and how ridiculous it
0: is it's like soap opera isn't it yeah there's so many, and so many different ed- little the plots the ending where there's
5: a gangster story as well like, I love changes I love... more into that it's brilliant tony
0: darrow and, J- and james yeah. lawine's a, a fucking perfect double act in this they're playing those the gangster
4: i think, C- in, so. I think cj hates it doesn't he no 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 I, I i grew up with with movies like this and street trash was, was one of them uh it was obviously a great pleasure as a kid because there's so much gore and just grossness and he's it, really outrageous um But of all the films that we watched, I think this was the one that had aged the worst for me in Mm. terms of watching it then and watching it now. I I don't know, maybe it just caught me in the wrong mood, but apart from all the melting stuff, I I found it a lot harder to enjoy. I, I, I think... I think if you if you vibe with it then you'd probably appreciate the, the plotlessness because you just kind of coast along on the atmosphere. But I think this morning when I watched it I was I was not vibing with it. Yeah, you, know, you can't criticise a film like this for being grim and nihilistic because it's obviously trying so hard to be. Um but I don't know. I just I d I didn't get on with the the atmosphere as much as I used to and I found it a bit like, oh, this is long. Really long.
5: There's definitely that midsection where it does begin to get a bit slow yeah and then all of a sudden after uh, the guy explodes they then <laughs> say all right we're gonna we're gonna get back to people melting yeah after having a whole yeah. section of people not melting yeah. for ages
4: very yeah. very bizarre structure isn't it
0: it is there's it's not a horror film in the whole sort of middle section but mm. there's it's not plotless there's loads of plots oh, it's just, kind of
4: like a robert altman film isn't it where there's all these is, yeah. characters all Sort of, you know, they, they all have their own little arcs, and they they sort of cross. But but it, it, the plot, isn't the word. I guess directionless. It's it's a very uh, freewheeling kind of plot, you know. Yeah, it,
3: it meanders a, bit. It's a
4: mm-hmm.
0: bit. But I really like it. I really like the characters. Um, I like what they get up to. Is Bill Bill the cop who looks like Greg Davis? Is um, right. yes, yeah, That's he really,
2: what really does. What
0: he looks like. that really enjoyed me. Yeah. <laughs> um. But the uh, he must have inspired old dirty bastard surely, <laughs> and I think it probably contains the last full hairy bushes ever seen on film. <laughs> <laughs> There's my other comment. Slip that <laughs> okay. in at the end. Yeah, well.
1: I I didn't like it. Really? Um, I've, yeah, I've seen it before, and then I rewatched it this weekend, and uh, it just felt like an absolute slog. Mm. Um, it it was like I was watching it and the the people I was staying with were very middle class and very well to do. Um, because I was I was doing a job in like somewhere near Bath and everyone's very posh and they have apple trees in their gardens and they're like, What are you doing this evening? I was like, Well, I'm I'm gonna watch this film and I explained what the film was about and they just looked <laughs> at me like Oh, that's that's what they do in Brighton, then. I was like, yes, it's it's for a podcast. Give us a listen. So, hi, guys. Um, Halfway through, and I was like, I'm going to bed, because this is just Did they watch it with you? No, no, I watched it by myself, obviously. (laughs) They had small children children and jobs and things. Well, that reminds
0: me, actually. I loved this film so much when I was a kid that uh, as a rare act of kindness to my little brother, I actually like made an edit of it with all the swearing and sex taken out was So that, that like yeah. five
4: minutes long
0: well you know it was, it was significantly shorter <laughs> but quite why i thought my little brother would have wanted to watch street trash in any version was beyond me looking <laughs>
2: back <laughs> did you leave the um
3: the penis keepy-uppy scene in
0: uh, I've no idea, probably.
3: <laughs> what I like about that scene is the inappropriate choice of music. It's like sort of boogie-woogie yeah. piano that you might see in like a, fam- like, like a family movie with like, I don't know, John Candy chasing a naughty dog or something. It's yeah. Just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mad. It's a brilliantly made film, isn't it? Mm. Cause,
4: yeah, the, the know, photography is fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's, it's beautiful and it's like such smooth camera work. Obviously, like Jumeirah is now the world famous steady cam operator just
1: because it's well made doesn't mean it's good
2: mm. which is but it what helps. I was, um, yeah. it, what helps it helps in this case. I was
1: conflicted because i was very conflicted with this because it felt like uh, going to the cinema and seeing a very well made arty film and not getting <laughs> it and going am i just stupid and then i was watching this again today and i was like am i just not into horror but I
4: am Damn I'm not it. even sure it's a horror film, to be honest. Well that's
1: the thing. It's kind I'm... of just like a gross out film. Like the the I mean the it's a comedy where the isn't it? people are actually Yeah, but the point's where the people are actually melting is gross and well done. You can really mm. appreciate it. But it's all the bits in between.
2: Yeah.
1: I was just not getting on with, especially that really long unnecessary rape scene. Yeah. Um when rewatching it, I was just like this is gross. I don't like what am I getting from this? What is the plot getting from this other than these people are fucking horrible?
0: Well, they are so grimy looking. They're mm. so horrible looking.
1: Well this this is meant to be our protagonist who's doing this. Mm. And it's mm. just gross. And it's mm. I don't know. And I'm
4: I'm I'm actually with you on this. I
1: well, I felt really conflicted because like, I I love gross horrible shit things and watching it was like I was really, like, arguing myself, like, no, you should like this because this is the (laughs) aesthetic that you like, this is the period that you like, this is all the weird shit that you like, but this is horrible and boring and and disturbing in a really dull way where it's like, this is unnecessary. That's exactly how I
4: felt. That's that's oh, really weird. Oh my god! I, yeah, we we, we never agree. But <laughs> I, I, it was especially weird because I have it in my mind that I love this movie from from when I was a kid. But but mm. what you've described there was exactly my feeling. That kind of questioning of, oh, I should like this. I should love this, and but mm. I, I don't. <laughs> because
1: on paper, it's like the 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 best video nasty. It's mm. the best. It's got everything in it. And then you when you watch it, it's like this is a bit shit, and it goes but, on for too long, and this is too long, and this is unnecessary. And when can we just go see the, the melty people club, yeah. covered in toilet cleaner?
4: Oh, the guy, the face, face popping out the toilet is still one of the mm. most beautiful <laughs> moments. Where just yeah, that yeah. melted green thing pops awesome, out the toilet. Awesome. I do love that.
1: Yeah.
4: You could edit this into like 10 minutes of melting, put like a banging soundtrack on it, and it would be the greatest music video of all time. I watched
0: the um, original 15 minute short film, mm. which uh, it was based on, which is. It's basically the, fir- the first and third acts of the um, feature without any need, of the stuff in the
4: middle. I need to check that out.
0: Yeah, and it's mostly the same cast as well. I think it's only the guy who plays Ed, the liquor store owner, is different. Um, yeah, it's fine. I mean, the gore's different because the gore was done by the guy who plays Fred, Right, rather than Jennifer Aspinall, who did the amazing... Yeah, because the, the, the guy
4: who plays Fred wasn't supposed to be Fred, was he? He was just one of the effects guys, but the guy yeah. who was going to play Fred got high so and, got to and didn't junkie, show yeah. up. So, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> Um I think one of the last lines in the film is <laughs> when James Lorenz goes, kiss your prick, it's dripping down the stairs, which is such a great <laughs>
3: I love the fact that you've got the um the him cr- the crooning the song at the end. Yeah. Don't mess with such you a minute. good so, yeah, such
0: yeah. a good end credit song. That's wonderful. And that guy, uh, Tony Darrow, he's just fucking made a career off of playing gangsters. He was in The Sopranos, Goodfellas. That all off the back of Street Trash. Mm.
2: Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Seriously, Street Trash was his first film and then Scorsese saw Street Trash and was like, "What? Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's a crying shame that there was no sitcom spin-off with Darrow and Lorenz, because, of course, Lorenz went on to do Frankenhooker, starring that. So, Mm. yeah, but he hasn't done anything good since. Apart from, he directed a film called, um, a short film called Swirly. Which is about uh, a man who's an ice cream who's trying to kill himself because he doesn't like because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like being an ice cream. Wow. Tony Darrow's okay. in that as well. So, that sounds amazing. Wow. Um, anyone got any last things to say about Street Trash before we move on? Uh, I'd say, with you thinking it's bad
5: that it does feel a lot like a trauma movie, that, that's not yeah. a trauma yeah. movie. That's what I got. Is it not a trauma no. movie? It's not a trauma movie. I genuinely
1: the, thought it was. The vibe
5: and the costumes. Like when that guy gets thrown out the car with the glasses, mm. and the glasses are put on the camera. Yeah, that's a good um,
0: shot. It's mm. <laughs> a good shot. It's, it's ridiculous it? yeah. though.
5: But I, th- yeah, I thought at first when looking at the costumes, and how that guy was dressed. It's exactly how costumes were for a lot of the Tron movies. Yeah. Like. yeah,
0: and a lot of Tron because Tronaville is like a sort of scrap heap town, isn't it? yeah. So yeah it's yeah, it's okay, that vibe yeah. as well. But yeah uh anyway uh, after all that we definitely need a clean up in aisles three four five six seven and eight so while that's happening let's play scary noises
2: <laughs>
0: so cj and Bryony versus emily and luke have you got your noise making things ready Luke, a guitar or what, what guitar that? sound or something? Yeah, the synth? just a guitar. Okay.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh,
0: nice!
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Such a low-tech <laughs> you Luke.
0: Got every fucking uh, noise maker going. You should go see Andreas <laughs> Schnaß and do his uh, sound effects. For yeah,
3: his yeah, that that would have made that scene that upset me a lot less traumatic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if, if Luke Storing was like on top of it playing like. Dwayne Eddy. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, just boing. <laughs> that might have made it more
2: disturbing, anyway.
0: All right, here's your first pair of scary noises. Your most
2: personal book so far, and a kind of tribute to your family. That's true. What happened to you and
0: your sister when you were teenagers? CJ. Oh, the music is... Demon's...
2: Yeah. It is one, one. Demons. one. Demons. demons,
0: demons, No, no, you're right. It's demons too. Demons are to oh, right.
4: <laughs> Did you get the dialogue? It's either going to be the dark Arthur in the math of madness. Maybe because personal books uh, in the math of madness. No. Uh,
0: so uh, Luke and Emily, can you get the dialogue? Your most
2: personal book so far, and a kind of tribute to your family. Yes, that's true. What happened to you
0: and your sister when you were
2: teenagers?
0: Are you asking me if the book is autobiographical? What I'm saying, Elizabeth, is that it just seems so real. The details are so
3: intense that I, I guess the question is why write this book? To keep from going insane.
5: I recognise it, but I can't, can't get it.
0: No, it's um, Incident in a Ghost Land. <sighs>
5: oh, I, I hated that, so maybe that's why
0: I don't remember it. Okay, yeah, it's not great. Number two.
5: What we'd like to do is a
4: nice little article on your impending
5: nuptials. I mean, you're marrying a
4: Falklands hero after so all, you'll appreciate that's big news. Hey AJ, is the dialogue from Dream Demon? It is. Well done. Did you get the music? Uh, briny. uh
1: <laughs> It's a scary film.
2: Uh... <laughs> oh shit
1: this just this. sorry I'm so used to whenever the, we play this and you say Brody, I'm so used to just repeating the music
2: yeah yeah, yeah it's cool. that,
1: <laughs> I wasn't I really listening it. to it though Um,
4: I mean that was a great rendition of the music from Demons 2 <laughs> which we already had is <laughs> so it Demons that. 2? <laughs> no because the last one was Demons 2 remember uh, Luke and
0: Emily can you get the music I think you probably can
5: what we'd like to do is a nice little article on your impending nuptials. I mean, you're marrying a Falklands hero after all. So you'll appreciate that's big news from here.
2: Well, just quickly then. Yeah,
0: great. Sorry, this is Russell Peck, our staff photographer. Would you mind if he just rattled a few shots off as we spoke? I suppose not. Great. are harmless.
5: Right. Well. Oh, no. Is it brain damage?
4: No, it's seven.
2: I don't oh. think anybody
4: watches proper films here. <laughs> Get
2: off with your fucking Oscar winners.
4: We we'll cover all types of horror. Uh,
0: here's number three. My wife isn't going to really understand. But
3: do
2: you? Is there some other option?
0: Everyone loves a good tattoo. Say again. Is that music from Demons? No. I want to guess on the dialogue. <sighs> Brian.
1: My wife says <laughs> some stuff and that happens. Well, that's good because this is a scary movie. Oh, that's also good because this is a really scary movie and my wife is involved.
4: Is it a scary movie?
0: <laughs> no. Emily and Luke, can you get the music and the dialogue?
4: My wife isn't going to really understand.
3: But do you, Is there some other option?
2: Everyone must get tattooed. Part of country. Yeah. Still these guys aren't playing that too was a little difficult to explain time well, it didn't you might get any problem explaining where they got over you brought it back from Thailand for fuck's sake <laughs> uh,
0: is it society
2: <laughs> music
0: no no, no you think that so the music was Cannibal Apocalypse um, and the, di- uh, the dialogue was Hostile Part 2 uh, oh, yeah. I nailed
1: uh, that I nailed that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so halfway is 2-0 to CJ and Bryony. Here's number four. That's
2: the bell from from room 36. That's where he was killed, in his room.
3: 36 was Schweig's room. Emily. Uh, the dialogue is the beyond.
2: It
0: is the beyond. Is the music society? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
5: so, well, it sounds like it would be.
0: <laughs> CJ and Bryony, here's uh, the music to... For you to get here
2: that's the bell from from room 36 that's where he was killed in his room 36 was Schweig's room. the man
3: who found the key he's returned liza don't ever enter that room now look emily i've lived in new york all my life and if there's one thing i've learned not to believe in it, it's ghosts
1: i feel like it's something starring manthony popkins Ah. I feel like it would be something where Anthony Hopkins is like, "Hello, this is where I did a murder."
4: Yeah. yeah, Should we go with Hannibal? Or... I'm
1: going to go with Red Dragon.
4: Nice. Uh, it's wrong. No, it's it's an <laughs> opera. Oh, Dario Tinto, of course. Yeah.
0: Number five.
3: Black and white cat,
2: black and white cake. Ready. Happy birthday. No, what? that was a
4: that was that was a mistake. I thought they were going to say Happy Birthday, dear Sally, and I was going to be like, I know that it's demons 2. <laughs> Not everything is demons too, CJ. It is
3: in <laughs> everything my world.
4: Everything is demons too. <laughs> everything fucking should be demons too. <laughs>
0: um, so that was a Halloween 3-style misfire. Yeah. Um, I
4: mean, I don't know. Something about black it. and
1: white cake, black and white cat.
4: Yeah, black and white cat, black and white cake. That doesn't even. The... The haunting of the black and white cake. <laughs> I
2: can't
0: believe any. I like the way you thought it was more likely that there was a film called "The Haunting of the Black and White Cake" than the haunting of the black and white cat.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking outside of the box, man. I've, yeah. I've taken a shit on the
4: box. I've burned the box, and this is my film. <laughs> Can, so, we guess the music? Uh, Can we guess the music? Yeah, just yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. One of these films from today and say, like, Night of the mm. Creeps. And hope is point. wrong. No.
0: Emily and Luke, music and dialogue to get here.
3: Black and white cat, black and white cake. Ready?
2: Happy birthday!
5: Yes, it's the, mu- it's the music hellraiser. No, uh, I was going to oh, say oh, it's the hellraiser. music violent shit.
0: Yeah, it was, but, wow. no. but that was my oh. fault. I should let you go. Um, and uh, did you get the dialogue? Black uh, and white cake. Black and yeah. white. Cake.
3: Black and white cake versus black and white cat. <laughs> Who will win? <laughs> the cake cake, uh, obviously. obviously. It's a big cake, yeah. small
0: cat. Sounds like one of those spin-offs from The Grudge. God, yeah,
2: that's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that was The Sentinel.
4: The set. What? Wow. <laughs> I remember a black and white cake in
0: The Sentinel. Oh, it's the best line, isn't it? Black and white cake, black and white cat. <laughs>
4: Brilliant. I'm going to have to re-watch it now just for that. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is the last one coming up, and it's 2-1 to CJ and Bryony. <laughs>
2: for um, some reason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, here we, well, here we go. See what you think of this. Number six.
2: Does she keep
0: making
5: those I don't know. Well, the is psycho. Yes. Um, shit, didn't get the dialogue. That was really good. Wow.
0: Emily, did you get the dialogue? I did well, I heard was
5: we'll but stop making those horrible noises. Is that what was said? Yeah, it was. It was, and that sounds really
3: familiar, and I can't think of what the... Fuck! Oh. That is from. I wonder if it's one of the Evil Dead's. Evil Dead one. It is. Oh. No! No!
0: Uh, you get a bonus point for getting both parts of that. So that leaves the final scores: Emily and Luke four, C J and Brownie two. Oh. <laughs> So that's 80s splatter done. Um, Luke, you've chosen Home Invasions for next month's theme. And what have you picked as our second feature? What what did I... Angst. (laughs) Yeah, Angst I pick as the second feature. Angst, yes. And as is traditional, the winner's Scary Noises gets picked next month's first feature. Well, Luke, you've obviously already chosen Angst, so Emily, uh, pick a first feature for us.
3: I am going to struggle with next month because this is the kind of thing that kind of shits me up and upsets me rather than I I, actually find. um, find, I'm I'm with
4: you on this. uh,
3: Watchable. Um, Let's go with Funny Games.
4: Nice.
0: First one. Two Austrian films next month then. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. Funny Games and Angst. Uh, So we'll be back with those and more at the end of October. Some may even refer to it as our Halloween episode. But it's Halloween all year round when you watch as much horror as we do. So until then, thanks for listening and try not to make a big gory mess on your way out. (laughs) See you next time.